What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. It's me. It's me. It's not DDP. It is Brandon Tanguma. Sitting electronically more than six feet away from me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobbs. And Dominic, how are you doing on this fine July Friday? Might as well just restart it. This sort of gimmick infringement. Jesus Christ. You can't, you can't do a DDP's thing. Come on. Well, I firmly established that I'm not DDP, so it's okay. I mean, he's sued for lesser. So, Well, we did get a uh, copyright claim today. What? For ba- Well, this has happened a few times because when I throw in the New Jack theme with you know Ice Cube and Dre, I usually throw in the entire song, which I understand. So I, I've gone back and edited it and uh, chipped off most of the song because, I mean, you know, we use real songs for our intro and outro. Never get dinged for those. Never get dinged for our intro or outro songs. But it's when I throw in like real songs. Or, well, those are real songs. When I throw in like songs in the middle for like meme purposes or something. Mm-hmm. That's when we get in trouble, apparently, because I got an email from Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Uh, that I forgot what episode it was. 165. It's too many tag teams. It's that episode if you want to go listen back. Okay. Um, I got a, a DMCA claim from Megan The Stallion from uh what's this hot is it hot girl shit or no uh girls in the hood girl in the hood or something like that Mm -hmm. i was like when the when did i do that i do not remember doing it because i don't think i even have it saved on my i might have it saved on my uh hard drive and so i was like clicking through skipping through the episode trying to find i couldn't find it and then finally i get to the intro or the uh fan mail segment and this was the glory days back when a number one fan Haley used to enter or uh ask questions I think Tyler asked a question and then you asked what Haley was doing because she hasn't sent in a question or something. And I said she was out doing hot girl shit. And then I played the song. And then apparently that is cause for us getting gimmick infringement. But then I clicked on the thing and said, this is under fair use and parody and whatever. So I'm going to fight the system and power to the people. Did we win? Uh, Well, it's pending. So we will find out. I always which wondered, I, like, is it? Which is I don't s- understand why it's happening now because this was like from months and months ago, and we just got one from the New Jack song that I did a couple weeks ago. So I don't know why it took this long to get a claim for an episode we've done. I don't even know how long ago this was, like, in six months ago or something like that. I was like, I mean, I, I've always wondered how, like, is that just someone's listening and they go like, oh, they don't have my permission, you know, report a, a, a fucking claim or whatever, or is it just like? bots or i mean i never understood uh, it's that. definitely a real person that listens to our podcast shout out to all the real people out there listening to our podcast but yeah why are you gonna snitch us out you little bitches snitches yeah but yeah. i would not i would assume it's i would assume it's some automated system but that's why i'm like how is it that it happened because i think it was from last year so how why has it taken this long unless they've just like have a new system where they have they actually have a system in place now to like sweep through these things and now they finally got us because it doesn't makes no sense to me why we're getting a claim this late after and you know shut uh well i guess shout out to the other podcast uh, our frenemies because they were frenemies back in the day trapped to hell when they would put just full full-length songs at the end of every single episode they always be different so i don't know they probably what's didn't going give on. a fuck they probably got so many fucking copyright things and they probably just ah, fuck, i don't care well it's not i mean it doesn't really matter i guess because we're not making money off of it so I don't know why they're. <clears throat> I mean, we're making millions and millions of dollars, so there it definitely uh, makes sure it, it definitely makes sense why these people, these big conglomerate corporation music labels, are trying to steal our monies. But yeah, because I usually I just say 
no, or I say I'm going to fix it. And then we just move on with our lives. So I think we'll be fine. I don't think Megan the Stallion is going to come after us. But if she wants to be on the podcast, uh, girl, you're more than welcome. I love your TikTok. She does like uh, voiceovers for like when she's on tour and stuff. She's hilarious. So shout out Megan. She's great. We'll, we'll, we'll slide in the DMs and see if, uh, you know, she want to make a guest appearance. Maybe she can, she can do our, our theme song. Maybe. Maybe we got to clear, but we got to clear with the, uh, the record labels first because they're fucking deviants. But anyways, Don, before we, I, oh yeah, we talked about DDP and then the, how are you doing today? Well, you know, I had a really hard day yesterday and a really hard day today because, you know, we had inventory. So I had to start at 12 and I get home to like 930, almost 10 o'clock. And I had to go an hour early and I stayed like an extra hour and a half. So your boy's like little tired, little banged up, you know, just just working out, you know, lifting a lot of boxes, you know, and scanning and squat and scan and squat, you know, and just, uh, you know, I'm just just really tired, you know, but you know, I have lungs in my my breaths, and well, I would hope you have lungs, Dominic. Oh, you know, I had COVID, almost died, so you know, that is that is true. It was not a foregone conclusion that you would have lungs. Maybe you would uh, be in the iron lung, which isn't a thing anymore. But maybe that to bring it back for you, just for me, because you're that goddamn special. But yes, I'm fine, Brennan. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm fine. Uh, you know. Did the applying of job stuff. Uh, someone DM'd me and then I emailed them some of my stuff and then haven't heard back for them. So wait, someone DM'd you for on, a job? on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. I was gonna they, say I they, was like... they DM'd me on LinkedIn responding to a job application. So then I emailed her my my clippings, my uh, examples of work, which isn't great because all my stuff is old. Like I had, I sent in like those independent, independent wrestling stories I wrote like two years ago, pre COVID. And then I sent in like some shitty 49er history article that I don't even think was actually published by my sports book because there's like hundreds of stuff that I wrote that never got published and they don't even have my name attached to them. So I was like, here you go. Here's I scouts honor. This is, this is published, even though it actually isn't, but here, here's a here's a Google Doc of a 49er history piece I wrote about. So there you go. So definitely. Uh, so catch me at the Pleasanton Weekly or the Livermore Vine or oh, Dan- Danville something, whatever. I don't Ooh. know. So, you know, former co-host of the podcast actually lives out there in the Livermore streets. So maybe I got an inside scoop on what's going down in Livermore. Maybe, maybe. Or, you know, you just. You know, you're. Yeah. Or I'll just be working uh, inventory at All American Labels. Ooh, well, we know we're currently not hiring for Ooh, a damn. warehouse associate. So you could be a rewinder or customer service rep. You know, you just sit. Can I work with a, uh, Adriana? You would actually work. You, your desk would probably be right behind her. Oh, the only time I was going to be able to get behind her. <laughs> you know, she still listens, right? No, she doesn't. I thought she hates me. No, she she listens to the podcast. Oh, well, <laughs> I hate to see it. <laughs> oh, that is fucking great. Well, yes, we'll find out if she actually does listen to this or not. Oh, I'm sure she'll text. She'll either, you know, hopefully she texts you. You know, nah, yeah, nah, yeah. If not, she'll tell me Tuesday, and I'll fucking laugh my ass off again. Anyways, you can't hear because he's in my head, but I'll tell you after the podcast. It's hilarious. Kayfabe, kayfabe. But yeah, let's uh, get on into it. The MLB standings as we head into this lovely 
4th of July weekend. Hopefully everyone has fun. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't JPP your hand off. And uh, yeah, let's jump on into it first. We got, as always, the American League East, the New York Yankees just absolutely fucking killing it, even though they did get no hit this past week. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to the AL West. But the Yankees 56 and 21, 12 games up on the Toronto Blue Jays, I believe seven games up. Yeah, seven games up or six and a half or something. There are a whole hell of a lot of games up in front of the Houston Astros for the number one spot in the uh, American League in total. Uh, just continuing to do their thing, even though they've hit a little bit of a rocky road when they face the uh, the Astros this weekend. But they got a reprieve this week as they swept the <clears throat> Oakland Athletics. I mean, I mean, I, I do I really need to keep talking about the Yankees because I feel like every week I just repeat the same fucking thing. They're gonna win the division. These are your World Series champions. They're fucking. Hot take and all cylinders, blah, 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 blah. Like, it, and then it, they're going to lose in the wild card round to the fucking Blue Jays or whoever the fuck. They'll lose it to the Guardians or maybe even the Angels if the Angels make a, a grab at it and get that last wild card spot. You know, the A's can make a wild card spot. You never know. Yeah, they got to win every single like, game. <laughs> 60 out of the next. 67 games or something but yeah 60 out of the next 50 yes yes they gotta win every single game they gotta break that it's not gonna happen it's okay what what we'll talk about the A's later we got some good news to talk about the A's not on the field but off the field uh Toronto is uh facing the uh Tampa Bay not devil race just a regular race uh in Toronto this week Toronto also played Boston uh this week as well so uh, some good AL East matchups this past week. The Boston Red Sox took care of business. Not, I forget, they didn't sweep them, but I think they did win the series against the uh, the old Blue Jays. But they're still in third place, only a game back of Toronto, Tampa, fifteen or what is that three? Because I mean, let's be honest, we don't got to talk about them in terms of the Yankees. We just have to talk about them in terms of the three teams. They're three and a half back of the uh, Blue Jays, so they can make up some ground. But they have lost their last four, so. Uh, possibly the the Rays might fall down, the uh, fall out of the wild card contention. They only hold a half game lead, or they're a half game back of the uh, wild card spot behind those Guardians. So, Dominic, do you think it's uh, think Tampa Bay can hold on to it? Are we going to get that four team uh, division playoff team division in the AL East, or do you think maybe Tampa Bay is going to fall off? Because I think Toronto and Boston are good. Tampa Bay is going to be the question mark. I really, I, I really don't want to see Tampa Bay to me is just like, I, it's weird to think that they're a playoff caliber team. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know, I know they have, they're like good all, all around, but you know, it's just, it's, it's, it, they're, they're a shell of their former selves. I mean, I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Well, speaking of the AL Central, the uh, Minnesota Twins reclaim the uh, the lead. I forget what exactly was last week, but Guardians back a game and a half. They've been four the last six. Well, the Twins have been six of their last ten. I don't even know if I spoke correct English, but probably not. Probably not. Uh, so Minnesota, then Cleveland, and then the old shy Sox are down there six games back of the lead, four and a half back of the guardians for the wild card spot, not doing so hot. I, I keep saying, I'm going to 
wait till the all-star break for me to completely lose faith. But we did get a fire Tony chant once again. Uh, once the White Sox can get healthy, then maybe they could make a run at it. But uh, they're under 500 at the moment at 35 and 39. Not, not looking great with their 48 minus 48 win differential. They are currently playing the Giants right now in San Francisco. Don't have that game San up on the school, baby. Don't got uh, that game up on the television. Got the got the A's and they're beating the Mariners right now. So good for them. They Speaking are, of those what? two teams, let's go to the AL West as the Houston Astros have a stranglehold on that division. Twelve and a half up on the Rangers. Uh, this one seems like a foregone conclusion as well. Is is it? Uh, well, obviously, we got the wild card series, which kind of might throw a wrench into things because it's only a three game set. But Dominic, if, if the Astros and the Yankees were to meet in the ALCS. Is it crazy to think that the Astros could could beat them? And even if the Yankees win the most games at regular season games in MLB history, is I don't think it's crazy that I would consider Houston possibly the favorite because I, I really do like this team. They're pretty much the same team from last year, minus Correa, but you add in Jeremy Pena, who ran into Jordan Alvarez, which that didn't look great, but I think everyone's going to be fine by the end of the day. Uh, what do you see with Houston and the Yankees, especially coming off that uh, dominating-esque performance in Yankee Stadium with the no-hitter, 16 innings straight of hitless ball. Judge did do Judge Tony and things with the walk-off in Game 3, but Astros definitely showed that they are legit against the Yankees this week or last weekend. I feel like in in a series, I'm going to go with the Yankees because, first of all, fuck the Astros, but... I just, I just think, I honestly, honestly, God, I just think the Yankees are the best team in baseball, and that's not because of the record. I think they're just, you know, they bought a fucking hell of a fucking team, you know. So I'm, I, I, I think the Yankees going against the Astros in this, in the, what is it? Is that a five game, or would that be a seven? Okay, well, that would be a seven game if they meet in the ALCS. Definitely going with the Yankees. Hammer the over. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Dominic still doesn't know anything about gambling, even though we went to Vegas and I thought he we explained it well, and I thought he I thought he finally clicked, but now it's been over a month out and he's just forgotten everything, right? Pretty much. So just waiting a couple uh, this July last month, Dominic without football. Yes. Praise the Lord. So we'll get and back we on Vegas our... plus more bets. Exactly, or we can go to Tahoe and two of us get married. Two of us. Yeah, two of us associated with this podcast. I mean, it could be me and you, could be me and somebody else, could be you and somebody else. Oh, you know? I thought you were saying like, no. you know, like you and me, which I mean, I, mean, I love you, bro, but shit. Anyways, child, so. uh, Texas, Seattle, Angels, all kind of clumped together. Four, four and a half, five out of the wild card spot. I uh, I mean, they could all make a run. I think I'd probably put the, I don't know. I i know I've been anti-Angels, but I feel like I have a little more faith in the Angels out of the three teams, even though they're all, they are in last place out of the three, but not in last place of the division, because that would be the Oakland Athletics who are 25 and 53. <clears throat> but there was some good news this week. The BC, DC, CCB, Blackpool Combat I, Club. I, I don't like know where this the, is going. The BBC, I don't know what the fuck uh, it actually was, but there was a vote this week that passed that there could be building 
There could be stuff built on top of the Howard Terminal spot. So that is just one more hurdle that has been jumped over for the Oakland Athletics to get a new ballpark. Now, this obviously doesn't mean it's going to happen, but then Oakland and the A's can come together and approve on a plan. And then they go back to the same BCC board. And if this board approves that plan, then the A's will get a new stadium. So we are very, very close. I would, I mean, it's going to happen before the uh, election cycle in November, probably around September, I think is what they're saying that this thing could all be done. So Dominic, another positive step for the A's. And as I said, the season isn't about how many games they win. It's whether or not they can get this Howard terminal plan done. They are on the right track. They reject everything. And then they go to Vegas. Dominic, shut the fuck up. Okay, positive mm-hmm. vibes. I mean, Brandon, let's just face it. If they go to Vegas, then we'll just have to get houses out there. You, me, studio audience, Ty Gundy, you know, number one fan, Haley. We'll all get, you know, houses like 10 minutes away from each other. So then, you know, we don't we don't have to see each other every day, but we're so close enough that we can. And then we just, you know, can, you know, get eight season tickets, Raider season tickets. And then we're in Vegas. We just gamble our asses off. And who's making all this money? All American labels. Once they get a, a Vegas factory, I mean, you know, we do have. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, there was some. Clients, I mean, there so. there were some business talks in our Vegas trip that you know I was privy to that there may or may not be a Vegas move. Who knows, right, Dominic? You never know. Never, you know. never know. I mean, we do have a client in Vegas, so maybe I can just. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of labels that need to be printed exactly in Sin City. Exactly, you know, but uh, highly doubt it. But no, fuck that Oakland A's, the Vegas, whoever the fucks can be an expansion team because it does look like Rob Manfred does want 32 teams as well as uh, robot umpires seem to be a thing that is going to happen by 2024. Dominic, what do you think on those two kind of overarching big news plans for, for baseball? 32 teams and robot umpires. I'm okay with and, and robot just making it clear robot umpires would be the strike zone obviously there would still be a person behind home plate anyways i just want to make it clear before you ask me a question i'm okay with 32 teams robot umpires i mean i know they're being tested out and everything i mean i'm i am kind of okay with it but like I feel like the human error aspect, you know, like an umpire calling a bad strike or a bad ball or whatever, I feel like that just makes the game, you know, that makes the game what it is. But then I also understand that a guy's going for a no-hitter or a perfect game and, you know, or he has a perfect game and, you know, a bad call and, you know, it's a walk and now it's a no-hitter. Or, you know, like I understand those kind of things. So, like, I'm kind of yes and no for it. I don't know how to feel just yet. I would say I'm probably more open to the robot umpires than I think I was in the past. Uh, I mean, see, we see it in the minor leagues that it's it's working relatively well. Also, they're doing kind of more of the time things with the pitch clock and the batter has to always have one foot in. So it looks like they're really shaving off time. But I mean, I still feel like the time issue really isn't like a big deal when it comes to like trying to attract new fans. I think it's more like a marketing type thing and baseball has that issue but uh, i'm kind of, i mean i'm kind of fine with robot umpires i think it comes down to what the human umpires do about it because they have a very strong union and if they don't want it i, I 
would assume. So what, they... what would the behind the play umpire do then? Just he has a little it... earpiece, and this is why I was trying to explain it, Dominic. He has a little earpiece in his ear, and the robot or whoever it is will signal whether it's a ball or strike, and he calls it. That's stupid. So he is behind the plate. He has a he has a gimmick in his ear, and someone pushes a ball or a strike button, and then he signals it whether it's a ball or a strike. That's stupid. But it's also not stupid when the catcher gets crossed up or he signals to make it inside, but the ball's all the way on the outside, but it's still a strike, and the umpire probably would have called it a ball because it looked like shit, but actu- in actuality, it crossed the plate perfectly and it was a strike. Yeah. I, I'm or a big I'm, looping curveball that you know goes like over the top of the strike zone or something that you totally can throw because you know you're a baller. Well, you know, shout out Justin Traley who who showed me the uh, the old twelve six. Show me he showed me his hammer. <clears throat> I guess I guess you're the one getting married then. Shout out Justin Traley. Remember back in the day, this was shows how old I am. That dude used to text me so much. I had to tell him, like, stop texting me because you're using up all my goddamn minutes. Jesus. Yes. Anyway, shout out Justin Traley. See him, see him at the gym. Not anymore, but pre-COVID. Don't know who that is, but okay. Wow. You know, this was back in the day when the higher levels of Little League, because, you know, my dumbass couldn't make it to the high school league. But yeah, <laughs> weird, weird guy, but a good guy. Then hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> Maybe he does listen. He's a good brother. The NL East still sits atop with the New York Metropolitans at 48 and 29, but those Atlanta Braves defending World Series champions are creeping up on them. The uh, Braves 6 and 4 in their last 10, Mets 4 and 6 in their last 10. Um, so just continuing neck and neck pace. The uh, Mad Max is on the comeback. He's on his. Uh, rehab stint so he should be back relatively soon uh atlanta i know they've been doing well they've had a little bit not a patty cake schedule obviously with their uh 14 game uh stretch but they've uh, they've done well they're playing the reds right now while the mets are playing the rangers so both teams you know gets easier competition obviously sorry mr x the reds are a little bit easier than the, the rangers uh but it is at, it is in cincinnati so watch out those, those red stockings can could fuck around and mess up the uh, the Braves' hopes and dreams, just like they did the Giants this week or last weekend. But uh, anything else on the uh, the continuation between the Mets and the Braves? If no, you were I mean, Frank the Tank, uh, the season's going to hell. Mets are going to lose all their games, and they're just going to not even make the playoffs anymore. And shout out Frank the Tank. You even know who that is, Dominic? That's some fucking bar stool or yak thing or something like that. I. Oh, correct correct you know tank thursday is hell of a time but there was no tank thursday this time because it was a case race case race two we can never do a case race dominic i mean you know i mean i think it? we were like pseudo challenged to a case race and i mean i'm down i'm I mean, down to clown no, i think the whole thing is we're down but we just can't figure out a place and time that works for everybody and i mean it would be a, a 2v2 at the moment because I don't think Ty Gundy and Big Daddy would be down to it because it would just be Travis and whoever he picked, probably Hardy against me and you. And as much as I love you, Dominic, I don't think we have a snowball's chance at hell of beating them. Oh, goddamn, we're going to try. I mean. Do you even know what the case race is, Dominic? Yes, you fucking. Ex- Brandon, do you think okay, I'm fucking I'm just, stupid? Uh, okay. I, well, you explained it to me. Okay. Well, how many, how many beers would we have to drink? I think it was, what, 12 each? 
Okay. 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 You think you can do that? You, you think we can beat Travis and his other pseudo alcoholic friend? Well, what I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking like, you know, I can get maybe like two, three down pretty no quick. No cheating, Dominic. No cheating. I, I, I ain't a cheetah. I can probably get two or three down pretty quick. But you're a cheetah because you're fast as fuck, boy. And then like the fourth and fifth will be a little bit slower. And then like maybe around six, seven, I'll have to like, you know, we, we might need to talk and see might you use that as what is like a two minute thing. We can either piss or drink, right? Yes, there's a timeout and you have to be strategic with it. Exactly. Went, so but like, once you puke, you're out. No puking or else you are done. So like, so if I drank six and puked, you'd have to pick up my other six, right? Pretty much. Oof. Oof. And that'd be a death sentence because we'd lose. Can you shotgun them? Dominic, when's the last time you drank so much you puked? Oh, shit. Um... Oh, that was at the baby shower, which was like, what? Couple, like two months ago, three months ago? Baby shower. Yeah. My coworker's baby shower. Oh, I, yeah, that one. Yeah, remember that? And then you called you know, and you tried to hook me up her with si- her, si- her Her sister called you and I was like, Brandon. Uh, you, uh, you called me. Whatever. You know, and I was on the, and I was your taking friend a, picks up, I'll go on a date with him. And, and then, I was taking a shit. Yeah. And you called me and I hear giggles in the background. I mean, like, he actually picked up and I was like, okay, I'm not dealing with this. when I hung up and then you never called me back. Yeah, because, you know, I'm going well, to have to bring it up with her. And he also like, had hey. that. He also had that shitty tone in your voice like, oh, hey, Brandon, how's it going? And I was like, I don't even want to know what this is about, bro. That's how good of a friend I am. I was trying to hook you up. I appreciate that, Dominic. Thank you. You're a good brother. But anyways, yes, I, I that was a two beer. One, two, three. You're also mixing shot. alcohols, weren't you? Yep, yep. Three shots and a whole bottle of champagne and I think one White Claw. So. Last legit time I threw up was brunch. <laughs> you threw up at brunch? Yep. This was later, like way later. Like you got home and threw up, right? Yeah. I, well, this was like <laughs> late, late, like almost like almost I was about to go to bed. Brush my, I, I have realized that apparently if I am like drunk or hungover or something, not to brush my teeth or like put gum or anything minty because I will throw up. Apparently that is a trigger for me because <laughs> I have found that out because I've done that twice now. That is hilarious. Anyways. That's also when Tyler got you sick. Well, everybody got me sick because apparently everyone's fucking sick and then you got me COVID, but not COVID. And then I had to go to a fucking uh, baptism. Sick. But I held it together. You did. Good job. And then I drank more. And then I watched WrestleMania on my phone. We watched WrestleMania on your phone. And then everyone's looking at me like I'm an asshole on my phone. But I'm like, well, this is what you signed up for. Okay. Yep. NL Central continuing on with the uh, Brewers and the Cardinals Brewers. A little bit of a lead here with two games up on the Cardinals. Uh, six and four for the Brewers. Five and five for the Cardinals. So, uh Cardinals playing the Phillies while Milwaukee is playing the Buccos in Pittsburgh, both teams on the road. So maybe Milwaukee could uh, get a little bit of a lead. Oh, well, yeah. Fuck it. Don't need to talk about Carlos Santana going to the uh, Mariners. But uh, yeah, pretty much the same. Everybody else is dog shit. Sorry, Mr. X. Uh, you guys are 26 and 50. The A's are 25 and 53. That is way worse than the uh, 
The A's are way worse than the Reds. So good job, Mr. X. You guys are in the worst team in the league. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Just we'll drink your pain away on Monday, okay? And Sunday. Shout out Los Padres. Oh, yeah. What are you guys doing? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to show up with the tool pack Coors Lights and just drink them. So Also, same day as Money in the Bank, so. I thought Money Bank was on Saturday. And I said we're doing the thing on Saturday. Oh, I thought you said Sunday. Well. I don't pay attention to you. Price is wrong, bitch. But uh, what, 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 what was I going to say? Um, so oh. the price is right yesterday. Like the... Drew Carey looks like shit. He looks weird. And I'm terrible at the game. I used to be pretty good at the price of right, but I was just so off. It must be inflation. Inflation, yeah. inflation is fucking me up right now because I was yeah. way off on like all these fucking... I think it was inflation because I kept... Well, it's like the anti-inflation because I think I kept saying everything was way more expensive. Well, no. There was like a pizza oven. It was like a fancy one. I think I said like $500. It was like three grand. I was like, whew. Tough look for your boy. Have you seen the Emerald's new air fryer? No. I got my Dyer's air fryer or whatever. Well, no. So great. I saw the infomercial and I was just like, oh, I was like, look, he said, they say, try it, try it trial free for $14.99. I'm like, mom, it's $14.99 for his air fryer. Let's fucking do it. She's like, no, it's not $14.99. Five easy payments of $14.99. No, not even that. And I was like, like, I'm, I looked into it. It was try it for 30 days for 15 bucks. And if you like it, it's a total of $300. I'm like, fuck you, Emerald, you fucking old piece of shit. Fuck you. This is why this is a Guy Fieri house. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. NL West, the Los Angeles Doyers hold a two and a half game lead on the San Diego Padres. Six and a half game lead on the Giants, who have lost three of their last seven, including that terrible series against the uh, Reds in Cincinnati. They also had a series against the uh, Tigers. Dominic, you know what they uh, did in that series? Did they lose, split that, or get swept in that one as well? Do you know what happened there? I don't pay attention. No, well, I thought I thought uh, I thought your roommate does, and I thought you kind of you know casually. By I association. like glance. I glance. I don't like sit there and like watch the games. You know, I watch A's games, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you. Well, how many Dominic? Legitimately, how many A's games would you say you have watched this season so far? Anyways, moving on to I need an answer, news. Dominic. I would I would not be mad at you if you give me an answer. Give me an honest answer. Let's see. I watched the. Fr- I legitimately think I did what you did. I watched like the first like week, and then I was like, oh, okay, not bad. And then like, I saw the next series, and I was like, okay, you know, they're gonna bounce back. And then I think ever since then, I never watched, did watched like one more maybe. So that's probably what it was with the four games with Tampa Bay, right? Well, technically, they opened against the Phillies. Then oh, I think sorry. they went to Tampa Bay. So I saw the Phillies. Then I saw them go to Tampa Bay. And then I think after that, I watched like two to three more after that. That's it. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, so the Dodgers, kind of the big news, isn't exactly on the field. It is Freddie Freeman. They were in Atlanta last week. It was emotional. Freddie got his ring. He got a standing ovation. Then he gets booed while he actually steps back in the box. It was this big old thing. And then there was like a tweet that came out that apparently, well, Freddie fired his agent that Freddie did not know that he got a final offer. There was a final offer from the Braves that he did not know about, allegedly. 
So he fired his agent. There's like that infamous photo of just him sitting on the step or sitting on the bench while everybody else is up on the uh, top step, just so isolated. And it just seems kind of obvious to everybody right now that Freddie does not want to be there. And he signed a six-year deal, so he's going to be there for a while. And uh, even Clayton Kershaw kind of was like, not exactly in these words, but he was like, look, you know, Atlanta happened, but you're on the Dodgers now. So can you like, you know, be on the Dodgers and like, you know, suck it up and quit sulking in the past. So Dominic, what do you, what do you think of this whole Freddie Freeman drama that is kind of awry since he came back to Atlanta? I mean, I 100% agree with Clayton Kershaw one. I mean, 100%, you know, first of all, it doesn't matter if they're your favorite team, childhood team grew up in Atlanta, whatever you're a professional baseball player. If they traded you, would it mean any different? I mean, you 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 chose to sign with the Los Angeles Dodgers. It doesn't matter if your agent at the time was like, oh, yeah, fuck your offer. We're going to the Dodgers. I mean, it, it probably hurts. And, yeah, you have all of them the right to fire him. But don't fucking sit there and be like, oh, I could have stayed in Atlanta. Let, let's be honest. I think I said it last week, the week before about, you know, you know, I, I think I said like, fuck Olsen or something like that. And, you know, should have kept Freeman and, and you know, but Matt Olson is the better choice and for the better price. So I think, you know, if it wasn't the Dodgers, which I think, you know, if he wants, an, if he's, if he wants another ring would probably be the better choice, but I mean, dude, suck it up. Fucking you're getting paid millions of dollars. Come on. Fucking I'm over here breaking my back for fucking $22 an hour. Come on. Really? Amen, brother. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's like as simple as the Braves gave him this offer. Agent didn't even tell Freddie this. I think it is kind of complicated to where maybe there wasn't a correct like line of communication between all three parties. Because I find it very hard to believe that the Braves like gave Freddie this offer and whether or not the agent told Freddie or not that the Braves don't like reach out to Freddie and just like tell him like something and just like kind of make it clear or talk to him a little bit when this is their final offer. And maybe Freddie's side didn't know that the Matt Olson thing was going down because if we remember, like he was still in contract talks and then kind of the Matt Olson thing just kind of blew up out of nowhere. So maybe the Braves or whatever didn't exactly tell them that this was happening and so it was like a blind side and i i mean yeah i freddie freeman has not looked the greatest in this whole thing mainly as you said like okay we get it atlanta you've been there forever you won a championship there mvp you know you made your name there you know hall of fame whatever but you're a dodger now and you sign the contract time to kind of nut up or shut up you're going to be there for a while i get it you're going to sulk for a little bit but like we also like remember, you know, there were some stories coming out of Atlanta, like Okunia saying that, you know, maybe they they didn't really get along that well. It was kind of like a Freddie side and Acuna side, and now maybe that bleeds into the Dodgers, where, I mean, they got a lot of big names, a lot of big personalities in there. They're coming off the Trevor Bauer saga. That who the fuck knows what's going on with that? So, it's it's a whole thing. But I think people still like Freddie. I mean, he's still kind of like a likable guy, but he is also a little bit very emotional, which he's uh, has come across this past week. I mean, if he reminds me of anybody I know, he reminds me much of you. I mean I, don't, I, I mean, I don't think you're going to see me sit on a, 
uh, what you might call a press conference and just ball my eyes out talking about days gone past. I mean, you are a hell of a ball player. You're a handsome. Well, I mean, I haven't gotten a hit in the past like three months, but we're not even talking about that. I'm trying to blow some smoke up at your ass. Can you just fucking take the compliments? Thank you. Hold on. I'll, hold on. Let me uh, gate my asshole so you can blow the smoke up there. Thank you. Um, hell of a ball player. Handsome. Definitely rich young man. You know, but you know, you want to, you want, you don't want to be on. Uh, what are you, what are you guys? Those Padres? Right? Well, if Dominic Aver can't all my fucking games, you would know. But it is those Padres, right? Yes. By the way, fun fact, have not won since we've actually put on the Los Padres uniform. You know, you want to go back to Los Rojos. And Los Marlins. Whatever. You I mean, Los Rojos was cool, but Los Marlins were the were the best days. You want to you want to go back to that team. You know, getting being, you know, fucking 21, 22, drinking every weekend with the boys and being hung over the next day. Great times. Wouldn't know. None of my friends want to drink with me every weekend and you know do anything well if i remember correctly we used to like you know play video games almost every single weekend and drink on the saturdays and someone moved out of their parents house and moved in with their girlfriend and they're like oh you know because i'm seeing them more often i'll be able to play more video games with you guys but uh, that's only happened like twice in the past six months you want to care to uh, name this person Oh, look at Johnny. Johnny Roca just sending in a, a video. Apparently, he thinks that Ty or Travis looks like a Tony Gonsolin, which I mean, I wouldn't say it beforehand, <laughs> but 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 Tony Gonsolin's got a, a patchy long beard and some straggly hair right now. I mean, I can see it. I mean, shout out Tony. He's actually fu- I, it's apropos that we're still in the NL West. He is absolutely shoving. He could possibly win the NL Cy Young. He is doing fantastic. Uh, Kershaw. It's Kershaw. He's old, past his prime, still kind of doing it. Walker Bueller's been hurt for most of the season. So shout out, uh, shout out Tony Gonsolin. He's fucking doing his goddamn thing. Anyways, should I send you the video? And you can kind of get a look at what Tony Gonsolin's looking like these days. Duh. I don't really give a shit. Eh, I think you do give a shit. And, and I wonder if uh, J-Ro sent the same video to Ty Gundy, because I'm going to put it in their group chat with all three of us and see if he says the same thing. No context, just the video. Anyways, uh, so Dominic, while you look over that, uh, okay. I'm gonna get the video. Speaking of the Pod- speaking of the Dodgers, they are facing the Padres this weekend uh, in Chavez Ravine, so that's gonna be a fun series. Probably could have put that. Well, I mean, I can't take off the A's game. I gotta stay loyal to the boys, but it would be nice if I could pop on the uh, Padres, <laughs> and uh, of course, it's not on there. But anyways, let's see what is Tyler. Oh my God. Tyler, damn, is that Travis's doppelganger? Never knew there was an accent on top of the A and doppelganger. Well, uh, Johnny Roca and Tyler are savants of the... uh, The only difference is that guy, super good looking. And a huge cock. Definitely fucking huge. Fucking Fucking hammer. Probably like eight and a half at least. Soft. Anyways, let's move on to the NBA. We got a shit ton of NBA news to talk about. A lot of things just moving all which way. Speaking of J-Rail, we're going to kind of ignore the biggest name on the uh, market right now because he asks us that in fan mail. So we're not going to ignore it. We're not going to ignore 
who you think we're ignoring. We'll talk about it later, but uh, we're going to kind of break it down from three things. So we got the super maxes that have signed uh, Dominic, uh, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, uh, Levine and Kat all signed super max deals. Do you have any issues with these moves? I mean, Darren Booker and Kat and even kind of Bradley Beal on their own are kind of, well, mainly Devin Booker and Kat are kind of on that upper echelon, but maybe Beal and uh, Zach Levine, not exactly, you know, the, the best players in the world, but uh, top guys on their teams. I mean, for the amount of money they're getting. Yeah. I think, it, I, I think I'm fine with all of that. Um, I'm not as high on uh, Beal just because I've never really cared for his style of play, but still well-deserving for all of them at least. And shout out to, I don't know her name, but getting the first female to get two Supermax contracts and get them on the same day. Shout out to that lady. Is this the age, uh, one of the agents? Yeah, she represents Kat and uh, Booker. And she's the first female to get two Supermax, and she got them on the same day. Shout out. Shout, shout out. out. Uh, uh, yeah, so Beal declined his option and then re-signed for the, the Supermax, which is kind of what everyone expected. Uh, Russell Westbrook opted in, so he's going to stay with the Lakers. Um, obviously, I think there's a lot of moving parts. And it's going to link back to uh, Katie and Kyrie. But, Dominic, what do you think of – I mean, Ru- Russell Westbrook ain't an idiot – it's kind of like the Kyrie situation. If you're going to get 40 plus million dollars, you're going to fucking take it and make the, make the team deal with it. And whatever moves they make, it's their problem. Right. Even though I, I think, mean, even though I think Westbrook is over the hill and a liability at this point. I think, uh, you know, uh, Westbrook can go to a lot of the teams that need the help, but I have to agree with uh I don't know if it was Skip who was saying it or someone else, but someone was saying that like he needs to fucking take a step back and run the second unit. Stop trying to be the, you know, stop trying to be the mega star and just take control of the second unit and beat the holy hell out of the second unit. That's all you got to do, but he doesn't want to. He wants to be number one, which you can't blame him because in OKC, he was number one, but you know, that ship's gone, bro. You got to, you know, move on and start, you know, taking the vet role, start mentoring the young guys and start showing that, you know, you're, you can be utilized kind of like what Andre Godala did. He kind of took a step back and just was kind of like, you know, I, I'm going to be on the second unit and I'm going to fucking tear it up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what this means for the Lakers because possibly they're going to try to make some moves and, and get one of the big, big names. But uh, I, I don't know what they do with, with that Westbrook contract because it is just terrible. Unless they do some sort of like Bobby Bonilla shit, which happy Bobby Bonilla day. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Happy Bobby Bonilla day. Happy Bobby Bonilla day as he gets his one point something million dollars from the Mets. God, until... Wouldn't that just be fucking nice just to, you know, not even a million dollars. Just like give me like $100,000 a year. I'll be happy. Win the lottery. But uh, James Harden. Speaking of the OKC folk, uh, James Harden declines his uh, option with the Sixers, but it looks as though he's going to rejoin the team and uh, give them a little more financial flexibility. So James Harden, uh, do you think he's kind of turned a little bit baby face after the whole Nets thing and, you know, Westbrook with the Rockets and, you know, fat Harden trying to get his way out? Do you think he's kind of, you know, turned in the eyes of people or how, how how do you see James Harden's looking like these days? 
I mean, James Harden's one of those guys where it's like, you know, by himself, he can't, you know, he can't, he can't run a team by himself. Now he got Embiid and, you know, I don't know who the fucks else are on the Sixers, but, you know, they, they're, they're a piece or two away before they're going to win any kind of championship. So don't know what it is, though, because, you know, I don't pay attention. Yeah, uh, we got some big trades that have happened uh, within the last 24 hours. The big one so far, Rudy Gobert getting traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So he is going to be joining Cat. Uh, so let's see. They gave up a shit ton. That is the whatchamacallit. There it is. Okay, so the Jazz will get in return three first round picks, 23, 25, and 27. A pick swap in 26. A protected 29 pick as well as Patrick Beverly and some other people. So uh, Patrick Beverly, the big name out of the five, but a huge haul just for Rudy Gobert. And it looks as though the jazz are picking uh, Donovan Mitchell to be the guy to build around. So from the Timberwolves side of things, Dominic, how do you like that move? You know, getting two bigs as kind of your focal point of your team to athletic bigs, obviously Gobert a little more defensive oriented, but the, uh, they got a good young uh, core over there in Minnesota. Obviously, they're, you know, I think they are still a few pieces away from contending in the, the tough West, like the, you know, the Grizzlies and the Warriors and the Suns and all that. But what do, you, what do you think of the Timberwolves now with Rudy Gobert? I mean, I definitely think they're a lot bigger, but let's face it, I, you need – does it kind of open up to where Gobert can be the center and then Cat can just fucking do whatever the hell he wants and just be all over the place and jack up threes and be athletic? Well, but that's the thing. I don't think Cat needs to be doing that shit. I think he just needs to focus on being like a great power forward and, you know, work on handling the ball, great making the good passes. You know, yeah, take your open shots, make your dunks, make your layups, but you know, and you can have Gobert be, like you said, the true center, but I don't see that happening. I think Cat's going to, you know, just try to do too much, and that's why they're going to lose, or they're not going to make playoffs or whatever. I mean, I think they'll make the playoffs. I just don't see them as they're like that second or third tier down to whether a solid team could possibly make a run if they get hot, but I don't see them as a championship contender. Now, from the Jazz's point of view, my Utah Jazz, shout out Dwayne Wade. Uh, they they chose Donovan Mitchell, which is interesting because it looked as though they had to pick one of them or maybe trade both of them, but it's come out that it looks like they're going to build around him with a lot of first-round picks. You got Mitchell. They also made like a little bit of a, a cash dump with another guy trading him to the Nets. Do you see this as a landing spot for KD? Or what What do you think the Jazz are doing with this? Because they, they have a package. But is it going to be the package? No, it's definitely not going to be the package. And Katie does not want to go to Utah. Is it better than Austin Aries' package? No. Okay. But who has the best package? Uh, well, Brian Danielson has the best small package. But there that also know. might be rifled by Will Compton after the case race on Thursday. Shout, mm-hmm. out Will Compton. Shout out Will Compton. He's a good brother. Okay. Anyways, you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Nope. Anyways. Uh, so the Jazz Dominic, they got Donovan Mitchell and a bunch of draft picks. Oh, don't don't fuck it up. 
don't fuck it. Hey, they'll, they'll don't draft for, uh, Ricky Rubio and pass it the next Steph Curry. Uh, then we get kind of surprising trade of the bunch. We get Malcolm Brogdon getting traded to the Boston Celtics for a first round pick and a ham sandwich, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> 2023 first round pick. Terrible. And like four or five other guys who don't even think played really in the finals. So the Celtics really didn't give up anything and getting Brogdon. I mean, I don't know what this, what the Pacers are doing. Cause I think Brogdon's a, a really good player and obviously pairing him in Boston, that just makes this team way more dangerous. Yeah. But the Pacers clearly are trying to rebuild and, you know, don't want him on there. So get some draft picks. Fuck it. Well, you get one draft pick and, bunch of scrubs uh then this was kind of the first one Deontay Dejounte. i don't even know how to fucking uh, say his name murray goes to uh the hawks so pairing him up with uh trey young so i don't know how that's gonna work because murray was kind of doing it all for the spurs and now trey young's kind of got to share it i know you're a big trey young fan dominic so what do you <sighs> think of, what do you think of this move pairing him up with a, another another athletic guard i, who can I hope they the ball burning all they all burn in hell fuck the hawks fuck trey young Ooh. And then Ugh. finally, uh, they, Andre Drummond gets uh, traded or whatever to the uh, Chicago Bulls. I mean, I think the Bulls are. Uh, I think sne- that that that's a good that's a good landing spot for him, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think the Bulls are like a sneaky good team if they could stay healthy and you know keep everybody together. I mean, Levine, Ball, who else? Now Drummond. Uh, oh my God! They fuck who's ham sandwich, and a ham sandwich. Don't they have a uh, what's his face? They used to be in Portland. Oh, they have Caruso too. Yeah, see, there you go. So, I mean, the Bulls, you know, if if they stay healthy and you know, they 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 could probably, like you said, be a sneaky good team. Probably not going to win the fucking championship, but you know, still pretty good. Hmm. Try to look up the Portland Trailblazers twenty twenty one roster, but apparently, the NBA doesn't want me to see that. They don't want me to win. But anyways, moving on, uh, we're going to be homers and just kind of package all the Warriors news all in one. Un- unfortunately, there were a lot of key pieces, big names that did move on with the Warriors. Uh, Juan Toscano Anderson signing with the Lakers, town business moving down south. Gary Payton II going to Portland and Otto Porter Jr. going to Toronto. So, I mean, we kind of thought that you weren't going to keep everybody, even though they say they wanted to. But, uh, I mean, Juan Toscano, he's a big guy, but he wasn't as big of a, a loss compared to Gary Payton and Otto Porter. So Dominic, what do you, you think of those departures? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Porter and Anderson, Gary Payton, my guy, fucking what a talented, talented point guard. I think uh, his defense is underrated. I Portland got a good, good, either back up to Damian Lillard or a good running mate with them. One of the, what, but the other two, yeah, whatever. Good for you guys. Got a ring, but you know, definitely, definitely going to hurt seeing Gary Payton in a play in a Blazers uniform. Yeah. You know, not going to hate, go get your bag, make your money, boo-boo, but uh, the Gary Payton one does definitely uh, hurt to see him go. Uh, then, they, they did it. They signed Kavon Looney, three years, $25 million. 
And then they also signed a DiVincenzo from the Kings to kind of fill up those holes uh, that they lost with uh, Gary Payton and Toscano Anderson. So Dominic, I know big loony guy. We both said they needed to bring him back after the uh, stellar finals that he had. So what do you think of them? Bring him back, Looney. Super fucking happy. Super fucking happy. I'm happy that Wiseman will be back, hopefully, to start the season. So, I mean, we, I mean, let's see. Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Wiseman as your starter, starting five. Um, I'm trying to think what would your backup be? We got Poole. Kaminga, uh, hopefully. Kaminga. I think Kaminga's fucking excellent. Moody. Uh, Looney. This now you got to throw DiVincenzo in there. What are the fuck he's going to do? Yeah, whatever he's going to fucking do. You know, Iggy, if he resigns, I, I think Iggy becomes a coach for the Warriors, honestly. So. Yeah. Uh, I even, I mean, to be honest, I didn't even know Sean Livingston and uh, what's his face were with the team still. So Barbosa. good for them. And yeah, yeah uh, Barbosa and uh, the Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. Good for them. But, you know, it's a. Uh, Warriors, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors being who they are will get a uh, maybe not a big name, but I, I could totally see them getting a like a mid card, maybe like a oh, wow, kind, kind, kind of like how we got Wiggins, kind of like a wow, we got wow, we got Wiggins, holy shit. So, like, I, I got a feeling like we might land another player like that this offseason, like Kevin Durant. I mean. <laughs> Love to see that again, but I'm not going to give up fucking Jordan Poole and fucking half the team. So, uh, well, let's get out into it. So let's that's it for sports. Let's get into the fan mail segment. Otherwise known as Mister's and friends, questions or comments or concerns of the week. Now, breaking news, Dominic uh, Damian Lee is agreeing to a one-year deal with the Suns. So oh, another, thank God. So uh, another Goodbye. guy gone. Apparently Dominic does not like himself some Damian Lee, but you're breaking up the uh, the Curry family now. Oh, fuck that, dude. He, he, he threw out the first pitch at the Giants game today. I was just like, wow, couldn't get anyone else. You got Damian Lee. Woof, good job. All right. So uh, you were correct in seeing questions and comments because we actually do have a comment. Uh, this one comes from... Joey Sin the Joey's oh Joey's in the tree line. I think that's how you're supposed to say it. Uh, shout out uh Joey, Joey Newton or Joey Knutson, however you want to say it. Uh he just says it's rampage with three exclamation points. So my man, I saw uh, him. Uh well not not that I saw him, but I saw that uh he was at the Warriors parade, I think, and he was drinking a Stone Cold IPA. So I was like, "Bro, I, you know, I, I I commented on him like, you know, I, yeah, let, let let me read you the uh, the comment. You know, you can you can tell me uh, how uh, you know. I said, "Great beer is that the new one?" He said, "It's his lager. I don't I don't know how new it is. You know, we started talking about some beers and stuff like that. You know, but you know, good brother, definitely a good brother. Shout out, Amen. So yes, it is Rampage." I don't know if we're talking about AEW Rampage, the Rampage with the rock in it with the big white monkey thing. You ever watch the movie, Dominic? No, but I played the uh, the game slot machine game on the phone. So, and you also played that Dave and Buster's. I did. I think so. 
At least oh. I have. Oh. Oh. It's like a giant side scroller thing. Remember? Remember we used to go to Dave and Buster's yeah, Dominic? Those we, are good times. We used times. to go a lot, yeah. Yeah. And the I'm studio tired. audience would just sit there in front of up. I'm getting tired. Dominic, shut the fuck up, okay? It wouldn't be curveballs and chair shots if you don't complain about you being tired. And my my computer's dying. <laughs> Fucking plug it in. No. If it dies, yes. it dies. You die. Uh, so, unfortunately, no questions from Big Daddy Goomba this week, but we can always count on J-Row. Uh, July is National Hot Dog Month. What do you like on your dogs? Hair and a heart. I love my dog. Come here, Oreo. Oh, he's asleep. God damn it. Anyways, Dominic, what do you like on your hot dog? We you know this answer is going to stir up a lot of controversy. Oof. So, first of all, if there is even a driplet of mustard, it's in the trash automatically. Fucking disgusting, Dominic. How do you how can you desecrate mustard like that? I mean, I'm I, you're I, a fucking I, child. You need to douse it all in ketchup. Actually, I, I'm I can deal with ketchup. I don't like dousing it. I mean, I, I, I'll i put a little bit on if I have to. But like realistically, like a perfect hot dog you be, for me. You be raw dog in it. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, if if the dog, if the glizzy is delicious, then yes, I can. I could raw dog it. But, you know, I could put like a, you know, I'm sorry. The Mexicans gonna come out of me. I do like a little bit of pico de gallo on it. Um, if you haven't tried it, you should try it. What about jalapenos? I'm not. I mean, I know that's more the studio audiences think. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. When we go to Costco, I get ketchup and onion. Fucking love it. Okay. I okay. do like chili cheese dogs. So, but yeah, if there's even just if I, if I smell mustard in my surrounding area, hot dog in the trash. I cannot stand mustard. So you don't like mustard at all, like in any circumstances on your I mean, burger, on your French fries, on your dog. Fuck. Do you, you don't like. OK, whatever. Dominic. So you're telling me you don't like any type of, you know, it's actually quite a healthy, it's healthy for you. It's zero calories. I mean, chunk tuna. I mean, like pre-made burgers have some like like, you know, you go to like Wendy's to get like their junior bacon. They put like a little bit of mustard or whatever. It's fine. But like on a hot dog, never on a pretzel. Never. Shout out Travis. You should just eat mustard packets back in like middle school. That is good time. Well, that's actually a healthy snack, Dominic. So jokes on you. But, uh, you know, I've been to Wrigley. I've been to Wrigleyville. So, you know, I've actually like real dogs. But uh, I probably the go to one. I'm like the A's game would be I do put ketchup on it, but I'm not opposed. If you're going to yell at me for putting ketchup on it, I, I can take it off. I am a mustard guy. So I put the ketchup and the mustard and then I probably would go with the relish. Not really. I mean, I, I can't put onions on it, but I the go to is probably the ketchup, mustard and relish. But then when I did go to Wrigley, I did have like the Chicago one and you put like whatever the fuck you put like the onions and the giant pickle, not relish, like an actual like sliced pickle, which was quite tasty. They put tomatoes in it, but not a tomato person. But yeah, Sorry, you, you know, when you're in Chicago, I was on my deathbed. So, you know. And I was praying for you, buddy. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't me this hot dog is for you, bro. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, I poured one out for the homie. I ordered a pretzel with cheese just for you. Didn't even Thank eat you. it. Just, Thank you. just put it in the chair next to me. Just like Dominic. Hope you're enjoying that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Question two. Where would you like to see Kevin Durant play next? So, yes, the Brooklyn Nets are falling apart as we speak. Kyrie. 
uh, opts in to stay with the Nets. And everyone was like, oh, well, he intends to play with the Nets this year. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? We talked about this last year. Like, he's going to opt in and he's going to throw a bitch fit and want to get traded. And what happens? And it comes out that he's still going to get traded, which I was like, you fucking idiots, of course. And then now Kevin Durant's wanting out. Uh, so Kyrie is, I don't know what they're going to do with him, but Kevin Durant, once again, is going to be the top prize this offseason. Uh, the Heat have been dangled out there. The Suns. I mean, we said the Jazz, but that's obviously not a sexy place for him. Maybe the Knicks. Like, Dominic, what what, what do you see Kevin Durant landing when it's all said and done? I think he goes where he wants. I don't think it's a, hey, we're going to trade you here. I think it's a, uh, no, I'm going to play here. So I think. So whether he... they have three first round picks and a second tier person or a top tier guy to send. It doesn't matter. He's just going to force his way out. Pretty much. Pelicans are an interesting one. You know, they got a lot of good young talent. You can pair KD with Zion because it looks like Zion's going to sign a super max as well. After all the drama that's happened his first couple years in the league. I mean, I would like to see him in New Orleans and see what him and Zion can cook up. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. I'd be okay with that. Um, But I don't want this to happen because I know your penis would get really hard. But fucking suck, fucking say it, Dominic. Say it. Miami looks pretty goddamn good. Just saying. Him, Jimmy Buckets, just that, you know. I hope it doesn't happen, but it's deep happen. down inside, I kind of it's kinda gonna happen. I, I can get another K I can get another KD jersey. Be great to pair with my warrior ones. But yeah. Uh, obviously I would love for it to be the heat, but if it's not the Heat, I probably would say New Orleans just because it's, uh, yeah, I mean, just I would like for it to be the Knicks as well, just for them to fall apart at the end because the Knicks, and it's hilarious to see New Yorkers just weep and be the Knicks. But uh, anyways, question three, do you plan on seeing Thor Love and Thunder? Yes, Johnny, I will probably see it the Saturday, next Saturday when it opens. Dominic? Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Totally me too. Yeah, yeah. That's a lie. That's a goddamn lie. Uh, what do you look forward to most about it? So, honest, Portman. That's a bonk. Come on, Dominic. You've been doing so good. Nope. You, you, you've got a bonk. Bad bonk. Bad Dominic. <laughs> but uh, I don't really know what to expect because honestly, like I enjoy Thor, but I'm not like the biggest, biggest fan because like when I started with the Marvel stuff, I kind of jumped in after like the Thor movies. And so, like, I don't know too much about it, and I don't have, like, a lot of expectations or fan theories or whatever. So I'm just going to kind of go in blind. It's going to be fun. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in there. Don't know what uh, they're going to do with Gamora, if they're going to look after her or bring her back from the dead or whatever the fuck they're going to do with that with the multiverse. So um, it should, should be fun. Thor, I think, has definitely been revitalized after Ragnarok and the Avengers and all that other good fun stuff. So he's a he's been a good character. Don't know what they're going to do with him in the next phase, but I'm excited to see what they do. Well, you know, I hope to see it. So he'll see it in like six months when it's back on when it's on Disney Plus, right? Fuck yeah! Have you seen Doctor Strange yet, Dominic? No. Well, that's on. It's been on Disney Plus for a while. You should watch it. I will. Are you? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just wondering, Dom. Just a question. Ugh. Just asking. Just just asking a question. 
what <sighs> when you and the studio audience are like all by yourself, got nothing to do, and you guys have to watch something. What are you guys watching? What's on the what's on the docket? Well, what do you guys do? Do you guys just whittling away, staring at your phones individually? Yep. yep. Just on Facebook and yep. Instagram. Yep. Seems healthy. Doing, doing other things. Like what? <clears throat> talk about it. That's another bonk. Might get arrested. That's another bonk, Dominic. Uh, then that that's it. Johnny's uh, the only one to send us in questions via the Instagram. If you'd like to be like Johnny or be like Joey and make a make a comment, curveballs and CS both on Instagram and the Twitter machine. Dominic, what does Mr. X have to say? Oh, Brandon, it's a doozy. Uh oh. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'm preoccupied with a painting project right now, which is taking out 90% of my time. So I'm way behind wrestling right now, mainly AEW. Still haven't seen the pay-per-view yet. That being said, I felt I had to send something in. Mr. X, Mr. X, you know. Mr. X, don't force yourself if you're, yeah. if you're you know, you've been emailing us every single week for God knows how long. It's okay if you miss a week. You're, you'll okay. still get your jingle. You'll still, you know, be at the forefront of our hearts. Teasing you'll get a jingle. Hey, maybe I'll just make up a fake about. Maybe I'll just make up a fake question for you. You know, I'll just yeah. be like, "Oh, Mr. X said, Brandon, you look kind of fat. You know, like, are you, you know, okay or something? You know, and just, you know, let it un- unravel that way. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But yeah, you know, it's fine, Mr. X. Uh, yeah, we all go through the ebbs and flows. We're in the dog days of summer right now. So really, I mean, besides the NBA talk, there isn't too much to uh, to really talk about. So, you know, I it's have fine. a question for you, Mr. X. We, we did crown. Oh. I'll give I don't know if he gave us. Did he give us an NHL update or that was it? That's the yes. end of the email. There's there's another part of it. OK, so but I have a question for him, though, is, you know, I know he mentions he hasn't seen the pay-per-view yet. Have neither has have or has anyone or anything spoiled it for you because if so then you can keep listening but after if not i don't think you should listen on because you know it's gonna get spoiled i do find spoilers very well we did talk about we anyways i do find spoilers on wrestling to be kind of hard to avoid just because it's like bam out there i think when it comes to like tv shows and movies people a little bit more lenient on it but it's kind of with wrestling once it happens it's just out there and like i kind of just yeah. expect that like on wednesdays i have to like not because i always watch it on delay to like not open my instagram because i know with my feed it's going to be like whatever happened especially like if it's a big main event it's going to pop right up because i know i think yeah. i oh i know i didn't get the cesaro thing spoiled but there's been times where like i open it accidentally and it's like something pops up it's like god son of a bitch yeah, like, I, I send you something on instagram and you open your phone you're like god damn it i just saw that you know, John Cena's WWE champion. God damn it. You know, me, 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 me. Anyways, no. it's fine. I was, I was wondering, you know, if he can, if he hasn't seen the pay-per-view, you know, I'm just wondering if, you know, if he can hold I mean, we're not going to talk about the pay-per-view anyways. We'll talk about Dynamite, but we're not going to really talk about the pay-per-view. Anyways, lastly, in your final Stanley Cup finals report for the season, the Colorado Avalanche proved to be too dominant for the Tempe Lightning to overcome. They win game six, two to one. To claim their first in the club since 2001. Colorado with the odds favorite to win it all this season, and they already begin choosing, already being chosen as the favorites to win it all again next year. 
On a personal note, it was a fun reconnecting with a sport I became obsessed with as a kid. Thanks, Mr. X. Well, thank you, Mr. X, and shout out Ted, who has reared his ugly head again, even <laughs> though I thought he was dead. Well, I'm on our side of the bed, so. Ted is never dead. Ted will live on forever. Never. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, the Stanley Cup was going on during Forbidden Door, so I couldn't watch uh, the game. So, shout out Colorado Avalanche. They they proved it. As you said, Like they've been one of the top people the entire way, and they, they were able to get it done in Tampa. If I remember not... correctly, I think yeah. you might have picked them you're fucking right i did pick them there was never any doubt never but, uh, never any doubt but yeah shout out to them uh good and also shout out the tampa Bay lightning i mean i know they lost but for them to win two in a row yeah kind of mickey mouse titles with covid and everything but winning two getting back to the third and almost getting there to win a third it would have been the first three-peat since the lakers so just any sport and i think it's been even obviously been longer in hockey so uh, shout out to them. Uh, they'll be back, I would assume. No, nothing about hockey or free agency, but uh, good for them. And also the, the Avalanche have now dropped the uh, the cup twice. They dropped it on the ice, and then we also put it on Instagram that I guess they're at a club or something, and someone else like was walking back and tripped over a chair and then dropped the cup again. So Do hockey players get as much ass as like basketball, baseball, football players, you think? I mean, they probably get their own little pocket, but I would assume because of popularity football well i don't know football and basketball probably gets the most but you know they're all gentlemen and they well not all of them are gentlemen especially the what's his face from the fucking hornets fuck that guy you know what i'm talking or about sean watson or, or sean watson or trevor bauer trevor bauer or marcel lazuna ralts chapman but those are those are you know, not hockey players. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are some hockey players. Okay, Anyways, if you want to be like, if you want to shut the fuck up, if you want to be like Mr. X, send it in via email curveball and csgmo.com. All the pertinent information are in the description of here podcasts down below. So, yeah, just going to cover AEW Dynamite and go over money in the bank real quick. Uh, starting off, Orange Cassidy beats Ethan Page in the opener. Uh, Cassidy has a new theme song. It was supposed to debut on uh, Forbidden Door, but I guess Tony Khan got angry that it got leaked. He was like, yeah, fuck you. You're not getting it now. You're getting it on Wednesday. So I thought it was a good match. Uh, the Orange Cassidy Will Ospreay match was an absolute banger. Uh, my favorite match of the show. No spoilers, Mr. X. I loved it. That was fantastic. Uh, Dominic, what do you think of Orange Cassidy winning and kind of where he is right now with his comeback, the Osprey match, and what do you see him in the future? I mean, I, you know me, I'm not, I haven't been a big fan of Orange Cassidy. I mean, I understand that, you know, it's just the gimmick and I, uh, I, I don't, I honestly don't see him having a major singles title. I could maybe see him having a tag title. I don't know how you see it, but you know, I feel like they're pushing him and I honestly don't think it should happen to me. He's too gimmicky. He's more. Just, I'm going to make you laugh and try to steal the show. Random fact, we didn't talk about this, but uh, what do you think of that fight between Jesse Winker and the entire uh, LA Angels? Insane. Fucking loved it. Uh, but unfortunate shout out to uh, Archie Bradley, right? I think. I think so. Uh, the dude who 
shattered his elbow jumping over the barricade. So he's going to be out for like a, over a month or two. That's uh, unfortunate. But the brawl was awesome. Anyways, moving on. Uh, well, I'm much more in favor of the Orange Cassidy shtick than you are. And I think some other people are. But I'm not going to sit here and say you got to push him to the moon and make him a you know world champion by any means. I think he's found a nice niche. He's evolved his character enough. And I would like to see him do a little bit more promo character work than just his shtick in the ring. But I don't know exactly how far you can take that. But there's like a billion titles in AEW. You can go after one of those. Uh, Christian cuts another promo with Tony Schiavone, kind of continuing on what he did last week. Uh, I thought it was really good. Didn't Wasn't a big fan of the dead parents stuff, but I thought his delivery was fantastic. I really, I mean, just overall, this show was just, the crowd was so hot. Shout out Detroit. I thought they were fantastic throughout the entire night. They were booing the fuck out of Christian. And he brings out Luchasaurus. He's decked out in all black, looking big and scary. Wins a squash match over Serpentigo. Uh, Dominic, what do you think of Christian's latest promo as well as now Luchasaurus teaming or being paired up with Christian? No real explanation why they're together or why Christian has Luchasaurus's ear. I would assume we're going to get more from that, but I kind of wish we got a little bit of it uh, this week. But I, I assume we're going to get an explanation sooner rather than later. I mean, I Luchasaurus, I think you're a great wrestler. I think you're very underrated, but... I don't think a luchers a, a, a wrestling dinosaur can be a world champion. I'm sorry. Lose the gimmick, become whatever your fucking name is, or make up another fucking fake name, but don't be Luchasaurus anymore. And if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go heel, lose the persona, be fucking Joe Joe Dinosaur or something like that, and just be a badass guy who kicks ass. And you know that could be a world champion, not a dinosaur. But Dominic. If stepbrothers taught us anything, it's to never lose your dinosaur. I lost he, it. He shouldn't lose your... Don't ever lose your dinosaur. Okay? Don't ever lose your dinosaur. Anyways. Another very gimmicky wrestler, Dan Housen, pairs up with FTR. So FTR Housen takes on Max, Max Caster and the Ass Boys. And FTR Housen gets the win. Uh... Anthony Bowens rises up from his wheelchair, so he's good to go or is much better. I don't know. But uh, Daddy Ass kind of sided with the acclaim by pushing one of his uh, kids. I don't really want to see Billy Gunn with the acclaim, so maybe they do something to where you know it evolves into something. Because I think acclaim is much they could be a baby face. Well, they, they will be a baby face down the line, but I just don't know if, you know, attaching Billy Gunn with them is going to help their act at all. Like I think him, Billy Gunn with his kids is, is much better, or you can just, you know, ditch Billy Gunn altogether. Cause I don't think it really adds much to anybody. And the ass boys, I know they're a super, you know, they're kind of a gimmick with Dan Housen and stuff, but they are very talented. Not exactly like going to push them to the moon right now, but they're, there's something there. They're much more than just Billy Gunn's kids. But it's Billy Gunn's kid, so let's be honest. It's it's that's they're gonna be stuck that stuck like that until they finally decide to say, "Hey, Billy, you're done." And I forget which one it is, but uh, one of the ass boys is actually like a pretty good rapper, and I think better than Max Caster. So I don't know if maybe they're gonna go down that route. But Max has just definitively been the rapper guy. That I don't know. You want to add another one or? 
you know, have him compete with another one and possibly get outdueled. So we'll find out. Uh, Jade Cargill has another match, this time against Layla Gray. Jade gets the win. Obviously, uh, Athena and Chris Statlander run out. Bam, brawl. Layla Gray joins the baddies or at least agrees with Stokely Hathaway. So who knows what's going on with that because Jade wasn't too thrilled about it. But Jade continues on with her undefeated championship reign, Dominic. Jade, what's it going to take for you to lose, girl? I mean, Mercedes Verano. Verando, whatever his name is. It's going to be Toy Wilson. Well, that's a hell of a pool. Don't think it's going to happen, but you never know. Then in the main event, it took up all of the second hour blood and guts. The Blackpool Combat Combat Club taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, Jim Ross came out to just announce this match. He also came out later in Forbidden Door. Dominic, what do you think? Uh, do you think this is a strategy going forward? Just kind of something they did this week of kind of backing off JR and kind of putting him in like the bigger matches. Like what do you I see mean, that being something going forward? Cause I do like Taz Excalibur and Shivani as a trio. Mainly just Taz. I, being I think JR in there. is coming. I mean, we all know he's struggling with the, the, the Bell's palsy palsy and, you know, coming off of the cancer and all that. So, I mean, let's be honest. He should only be there for big moments, maybe over just pay-per-views or something like that, or just he needs to to take a step back. And But he's also a part of the company, so you can't just be like, all right, you're done. So I, I like what they did. I can, and, you know, just, you know, give the man the respect he deserves. Yeah, I mean, Jim Ross at this point in his career doesn't need to be out there all the time. And I think just him being there adds more than what his actual voice and what his, you know, expertise and insight does. So having him out there for the blood and guts, especially like a match like blood and guts where it's going to, the match goes damn near an hour. I think having a fresh JR out there is better than having a JR who was out there for another hour and then having to call an entire match for an hour. Yes. So be with, he'll have help with Excalibur, but it's going to be, a daunting task. So I think I won't be shocked if we come back next week and he's there for the entirety of the show. But if he is just kind of there for the, maybe not the big matches, but like the main, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Cause I think he does add something and he has gone better. So maybe this was like a weak thing with forbidden door and blood and guts. So I think he'll be back for the whole show, whole show next week, but the match itself, blood, uh, blood and guts, the BCC defeat the JAS and the battle of the acronyms uh, just it lived up to the name blood and guts, just blood everywhere. If this is not your type of match, sorry about it. Uh, unfortunately, Santana blows his knee out just within a couple minutes of him entering the match. Uh, Eddie Kingston just over as all hell. Uh, Cesaro or Claudio uh, went the whole 45, 50 minutes. Um, I absolutely love this match. Love the finish. Uh, with Claudio getting the win while Kingston had the stretch plum on Jericho. So continuing on with a little disagreement between him and Claudio. Um, I thought this match was way better than last year's. Even if you put it up against the other NXT war games, I think this is one of the better ones that we've seen in the modern era. Dominic, uh, what did you think of blood and guts? It's only one thing as my Mac says, you're will sleep soon. Let's plugged in. It's only one thing I got to say that I don't like about the match. 
and that was the Kingston Guevara spot. It's it was too, in my opinion, unnecessary, and two, it's like clearly that was a crash pad that you set up. I know, but it's just it's like, you know, I, I know everybody wants to have a Mick Foley moment, and I feel like that shit was just too planned out. And yes, I know the whole, you know, Mick Foley thing or whatever. It was like a once in a lifetime thing. And nowadays you can't just fucking throw someone off a fucking, you know, 30, 40 foot ceiling or whatever. But, you know, I just, I didn't like it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Santa, Sammy Guevara because that shit must have fucking hurt. But, you know, I just, I. Well, I mean, Dominic, would you rather jump off a 20 foot cage onto a crash pad or would you rather get dragged through thumbtacks or onto broken glass. I'm taking the I'm taking the trap the uh, crash pad. I mean I, I I would too, but I'm just saying like it's just it's just I don't know. I didn't uh I didn't really care for that spot because I just felt too like make make your own moments man. You're you're AEW. Don't look at WWE and say we want to do something like that. We're gonna throw you off the cage. Make your own fucking moment bro. Fucking I, for- I forgot who it was if it was Daniel Garcia or one of the 2.0 guys, but just the visual of one of them hanging upside down while just blood is gushing out of their forehead as they cut to commercial was just fucking gnarly. I thought that was just awesome. And uh, you know me, like I like my blood, but I kind of, but you don't want, like your guts, but I want them to kind of, you know, oh, did you, side note, did you see the video of like the GCW match that got stopped because the dude, like his fucking muscles hanging out of his arm? No. Disgusting. Do you want me to send it to you? Sure. Uh, so, yeah, this is a GCW show that just happened, like, I think yesterday. And, of course, there was light tubes. And uh, they uh, dudes like they're stabbing each other. Oh, fuck. Why am I? I'm not going to send it to WrestleBotch. I'm going to send it to Big Fluff 13, which you guys should all follow. But, yeah, so these guys are, like, jabbing their fucking light tubes back and forth. And then just, like, fucking his, I don't know if what it is, his bicep muscle or something else muscle. Oh. Like, it's just hanging out. And then homeboys like still going at him with the thing and the referee's trying to help him and he's yeah it was oh disgusting so uh, if you're if you're squeamish i definitely would not recommend you go watch it but if you are um, a psychopath like i am or like dominic is uh go 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 look at it but like the ref is like trying to fucking tape it up but yeah, I mean, I thought this match was fantastic. I think that showed a, you know, nice cut after Forbidden Door. Moving on to the next chapter, it also showed a strong rating after some disappointing ratings with the Forbidden Door hype. So I think now, moving on, I think AEW is going to be in a nice direction, even though they still have the litany of injuries with Brian Punk and Cole and others, and also a COVID outbreak, which I guess kind of messed up the uh, planning for this show. But I really enjoyed it, and I am excited to see what AEW can do in the future. But we do have a WWE pay-per-view this weekend. It's one of the bigger ones. It is Money in the Bank. It was supposed to be at Allegiant Stadium, but they can't sell 60,000 tickets or even 30,000 tickets. They moved it to the MGM Grand Garden Arena, home of Double Nothing 2019, Dominic. Fantastic venue, historic venue. Wish uh, UFC and others did more things over there. But let's get on into it. We have... uh, Theory taking on Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. I think this one's going to get a little screwy because I don't see them, you know, having Theory 
or Lashley pin the other one clean. So I'm going to go with Theory winning via yeah, count-out. Via yeah, count-out, because for some reason, WWE really likes their count-out finishes re- recently. I say disqualification, and uh, you know this all leads up to John Cena versus Theory. Uh, any thoughts on the, the Cena comeback? 20 years, blah, 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 Loved blah. It. Loved it. He cried, shed a tear. Anyways, uh, tag tag team match. The Usos defending against the Street Profits. I don't see this being the time for the Usos to lose, but they are kind of running out of opponents. They did just bring back the Viking War Raider experience, their heels. So maybe they put on the Street Profits for the Viking Raiders to get them. I don't know, but I'm going to lean the Usos on this one. I agree. Go Usos. I think, uh, you know, when... Yeah, I go through Usos. I, I can't explain it. Just yeah, Usos. Since no Roman Reigns on the card, we got a pair of women's title matches. First, we got Ronda Rousey taking on Natalia for the SmackDown Championship. Uh, the build for this has been kind of weird because we know they're friends, so they've been kind of going at it on Twitter. And then Ronnie being a little weirdo, like going after Natalia and her boobs and all the other things. So maybe it's cut a little close to home because that's what the internet tells me. I don't think Ronda's going to shoot on Natalia, but if this turns into complete debauchery, I am here for it. Uh, at the end of the day, I still say Ronda gets the win. Oh, it's going to be Ronda 100%. But, you know, once again, you just said it about the tag teams. Going to be running out of women soon. Does that mean a returning Bailey gets the dub eventually and we she's the new SmackDown's champion? Maybe, maybe. I to put in some big names for that uh, SummerSlam show because... Who knows if Cena's going to be there? I mean, you got Roman and Brock, but kind of outside of that, who knows? Uh, Then the other one, Bianca versus Carmella. This one seems like the lock of the century of the universe of all time as Carmella fill in for Rhea Ripley. I do think they're still building to Rhea and Bianca at SummerSlam. I think it's just kind of a happy coincidence they can have that match on a bigger stage. I assume we're both going with Bianca, Dominic. Si, si, senor. Uh, so, Dominic, what is the main event for Money in the Bank? Is it the men's or the women's Money in the Bank ladder match? It should be the women's with Shotzi grabbing that briefcase and, you know, being Mrs. Money in the Bank, but it's probably going to be the men's. Okay, so let's talk about that women's ladder match. We got Lacey Evans, Alexa, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Raquel Gonzalez, Asuka, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch. Dominic, you kind of showed your hand. You talked about it, tweeted about it last week. Tell me why Shotzi is going to win this match. Because Shotzi is the best female wrestler, not only in the WWE, but in the world. And because I think she she can be either heel or face. The fans love her. The fans can get behind her, but the fans can also boo her because she can put on such a bitch persona. Um, but we all know Becky's going to win it, and it's going to be fucking stupid because then she's going to catch in on Ronda, and it's going to be Becca versus Ronda. Woo. Yeah, I mean, I see Becky as kind of one of the favorites. I don't really see there's a fantastic option for anyone. So I kind of have Becky and then my pick. I'll go with Lacey Evans to uh, to get it. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Becky because they had her in that qualifying match with Dewdrop or at the end with Dewdrop, and it did kind of seem like a baby face or at least they put her in a baby face scenario and the crowd loves Becky so they're going to cheer for her so I don't know if this is kind of their way of turning her face which is probably the right decision or some sort of uh, character switch up but 
Uh, yeah, I just see like Alexa Bliss, Banner done that live. I mean, maybe not really Shotzi as much as I love her. I don't think she's going to be put in that position. Asuka gives her something to do, but Banner done that. Raquel, I mean, they just, I was never like the biggest fan of her, but they had just completely neutered her uh, on the main roster. So you're, uh, I'll go with Lacey to uh, get the win and they continue to push her, I think, as the baby face, but maybe this is the way to turn her heel because she cashes in on Ronda Rousey or something. I don't know. Uh, then in the main event, we get Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omos, Sami Zayn, Riddle, and the newest entrant, Madcap Moss. Uh, this should be a fun match. Uh, minus kind of Omos and Madcap, a lot of good wrestlers in this one. Kind of similar to the women's. I don't know. There's a, some options, but none of them like stick out to me. Uh, Sami Zayn kind of has the built-in storyline with the bloodline. Uh, Drew has the, the castle show coming up in a couple months, which he asked for the match, and that's never like been confirmed. So is this going to be the way he gets it? Uh, Seth has been teasing it. We even got a Cody appearance on Raw. Um, Sheamus, no. Omos, no. Riddle, maybe. Uh, he's been getting over recently, and this could be a wait for him to wiggle back into the conversation after that loss to Roman. But if he were to get the money in the bank, I don't think he would have just been squashed by Omos. And technically, he was in the spot that maybe Kevin Owens was supposed to be in because it was Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel for whatever the fuck. Uh, so, yeah, that's a lot of information, Dominic. Who do you think ends up grabbing the briefcase at the end of the day? Braun Cena! No. Braun um, Bron- Cena? Braun Cena. John Strowman. No, uh, I think it's going to be Sami Zayn because, like you said, you got him with the bloodline, bloodline already. You know, and it does just because he gets the briefcase doesn't mean he has to win it. So I'm going to go with Sam, Samantha Zane. So you're telling me we're going to get an Otis situation? Yeah, boy. Yeah, I kind of, after thinking about it, I think Sammy Zane is a logical winner. Uh, officially on the other podcast, I did pick Drew. So I guess I'll just stick with that. Uh, Drew gets the win. And he does the valiant babyface thing of uh, cashed in at a later date. But Seth Rollins getting the win with Cody. I, don't, I mean, they threw Cody in, not into the match, but they had him on Raw cutting a little bit of promo at his rehab stint. And they don't do that for nothing. So maybe there's something going on here. I, I don't know. But that'll do it for us for today. Dominic C, look. You made it as well as your MacBook made it. So thank you very much, Dominic. Any lasting words for the people? Uh, Be safe. Fourth of July, everybody. Be safe. Fourth of July. It's on Monday. We're going to have a little get together. Brandon, myself, studio audience, Ty Gundy. We're we're going to maybe maybe going to get in some contract talks and try to renegotiate. Maybe, you know, Um, and uh, just, uh, you know, going to get fucking Liddy like a titty. We're going to. So are are you still going to do the burger thing or no? Sure, yeah. Because I told Tyler I have ingredients on hand for me. Oh. Studio is not participating. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, you know, I already spent so much money on this fucking barbecue. So, you know, I, you know. I mean, no one told you how to get a fucking brisket and whatever the fuck else you got. Shit ton of PBR. Oh, shit ton of PBR. 30 pack, baby. Mm, not so. 
I mean, I definitely didn't just go to the grocery store today, grabbed all my ingredients as well as uh, some ground beef and some uh, some hamburger buns. And are we going to be you know streaming this podcast and an eight, eight pack of high and an eight pack of high noons? Got a shit ton of high noons. But anyways, um, oh, you got a shit ton of high noons. Well, that means the studio on it's going to have our own are, high noons. Are we are we streaming this? Are we just podcasting? Are we going live Instagram live? Are we going, you know, how are we doing this? I don't know. We'll figure we'll figure it out. Uh, I don't know. Just tiger need to bring his setup. I don't know. These are things I need to know, goddamn. I mean, we, we how could, much electricity are we gonna be using? I don't know. We we could do something. I mean, I don't know exactly how well this would translate to audio. And I don't know if we have the video capabilities to stream it or capture it and put it up at a later date. I just don't know what the content. Like, if we did a case race. Like, I think a case race plays well. I mean, it plays terribly on audio, but I think it also plays fantastically because it'd just be absolute fucking chaos. Case race coming soon, unless Dominic's uh, MacBook just got destroyed or he's just speechless on the. Speechless, and I'm about to unplug it all. So good night, and the gang bang to everybody out there. Happy Fourth of July! I love you all. All right, guys. What he said. Thank you very much for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pornhub, uh, Grinder, TikTok, wherever the fuck else you find us. Curveballs and CS. Email us curveball and CS at gmail.com. We might do something for 4th of July. Who knows? Stay tuned. Follow us on the socials. And until next time, goodbye. And again, oh, uh, probably going to do the podcast Saturday, maybe Thursday. Who knows? We'll we'll keep you guys posted. Goodbye and good night. Uh, McGangbang, as Dominic said. Today's your